One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following is a presentation of the Force Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Force Center podcast feed. I'm Ken Napsack for another edition of Spotlight Star Wars. Here we go. And I want to talk about something deep, difficult, big something on my mind as a Star Wars fan, and that is our general, our princess, Leia Organa Solo, Leia Skywalker too. We've talked about it before, both on Spotlight, Star Wars, Force Center, I've talked about it on Collider Jedi Council, Jedi Alliance, I've talked about Leia, the legacy of Leia, but last year, just a little over a year ago, of course we all know, we lost... Carrie Fisher, uh, an icon, an inspiration, 
so open with herself and her struggles and her successes that, you know, she left a mark on all of us as fans and she inspired generations of fans. She challenged generations of fans and uh, we miss her voice, I think, now more than ever. Could you imagine telling Carrie Fisher, hey, we we edited a fan version of uh, The Last Jedi and took out all the female characters and downplayed uh, the ones that we just couldn't remove, like Leia and Rey. Made it like a 25-minute cut. Carrie Fisher would have punched you in the face. And I would have been there laughing and helping her along the way. But some stuff came out this week, and we might still discuss this on the Four Center Main Show. And I, I say that to... To say this is me speaking, Joseph and Jennifer will have a chance to address this. And again, we, we'll probably be talking about this again uh, all the way up to episode nine. That's one of the big questions going in is what to do with the character of Princess Leia. We've been asking this almost, quite frankly, since the day she passed away. And that that's morbid. That's wrong. We should all reflect in, in that time. And I think a lot of us did. But you, you can't help but wonder, and I think that's just human nature, and I'm not going to fault anyone, including myself, for thinking, oh, no, what are they going to do? And we were talking at the time. I'm sure they had meetings, tough meetings. I'd hate to be in those meetings. And, well, we know they did, and uh, there's uh, stuff coming out this week with Ryan Johnson, who, uh, I, let's elect him president. This guy's doing so good. I don't care what you think of Last Jedi, all right? Uh, that, that's a conversation we've had, and we'll continue to have. If you didn't connect to the movie and all that kind of stuff, that's fair. Uh, some people are just being really, really mean uh, about the movie, and specifically to Ryan Johnson and other people involved. But that's just, again, human nature. Now, I think we can fault people for that, but Ryan has shut down comments on Instagram, I think. That was something I saw today. And But other than that, I think Ryan's handling stuff perfectly, as best he can. In a tough situation. This is a guy who loves Star Wars. This is a guy who knows Star Wars. It must be tough for him to make a movie that doesn't connect with everyone. That's fair. You're an artist. That's sometimes going to happen. I sometimes have to agree. It could be this podcast, but especially when it comes to comedy. If I do something over on Collider or stuff I did in Screen Junkies or Knapsack Files, sometimes it just doesn't connect. I was a stand-up comic for 10 years. I can tell you, some nights, you just don't connect with the audience. The struggle is they go home thinking you're not funny, and you know you're funny. You just know that time, that show, that bit, that set didn't connect, and that's part of the part of the problem of being a creative person, right? It's part of the part of the burden, right? And, and Ryan Johnson's carrying it well, but he was speaking with Empire, and there was a lot of things, and that's what I'm appointed. My point, I, I don't want to sidetrack myself. If if you if you didn't like Last Jedi, that's fair enough. We can talk about that, but. I think you have to respect Riot. You have to, if, if, if you're reasonable and have some common sense, you have to see what he's saying. And you may not like the answers, but he has answers. He thought about this stuff. Uh, the idea that he just saw Force Awakens, which we know isn't true, or read the script for Force Awakens and said, great, throw it out the window, here we go. That's not it. He just took the story in a direction. Again, if you don't like that direction, fine, but I love Ryan's answers. And... There was a thought and there was a question about what do you do with episode eight and the character of General Leia? Because the footage had been shot, the scenes shot, her work was complete, which was good because that would have put it, uh, if this tragedy had happened sooner, it would have been in a tough spot. Uh, replacing actors who pass away mid-film. It happens every once in a while and, and, it, and it's tough and you have to ask those tough questions of what do we do? Because we as Star Wars fans, we love this character. 
And I always thought, you know, I, I would have never been on board for recasting Leia as a current Leia, as the Leia we know now, not a young Leia. You know, Millie Bobby Brown wants to be a young Leia. I'm all on board for that. But like to 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 recast Leia to maybe reshoot things in episode eight, reshoot nine, I wouldn't have been on board. And I still generally don't want that, as we've talked about here in Force Center before. But uh, my good pal, a colleague here, Joseph Scrimshaw, I really, I really like how, what he said, and, and I've adopted it as a as a, something I believe in now, that the character of Leia is separate from Carrie Fisher, uh, often intertwined. Carrie says, I'm Leia, Leia's me, it's all one. But yes, it is a, a character. And we want the story of Leia to have the right ending, to uh, have that respect paid to the character, because this character means so much to a lot of people, and as I said, a lot of different generations of fans now. And when episode eight ended, I remember as the final scene, not broom kid to Mary Black scene, but the final scene on the Falcon with Leia and her, and her moment with Ray, we have everything we need and it fades out and you kind of realize, oh, that's the end of, of the story. And we got this little tag here in the end. I, I had a weird reaction to it. Not, not a bad reaction, not a negative reaction, I guess, slight surprise. Not even confusion, just like, oh, she's she's not going to die in this film. She's not being sent to the unknown regions. She didn't become one with the Force. Her brother did. Okay. Okay. Leia has ended Episode 8 alive. The character still goes on. And I was, I was a little surprised, but I, I don't know why, you know, we geared ourselves up. I guess it was a brace for impact type of situation of, all right, we might we lost Han. Good chance we lose Luke, and gosh, probably even a, a better chance we lose Leia because of real world circumstances. And so when it didn't happen, I was, I was surprised. And like a lot of things with this movie, which I love about Last Jedi, and some people don't, upon repeat viewings, you start to see different layers. You start to understand things, or maybe form answers in your head canon that make more sense. And then Ryan starts going out and about in public and explaining things, and you can uh, maybe feel a little bit different about the movie or parts of the movie. And, and I started to feel really good about what was going on with General Leia and how the story ended. And then this week, speaking with Empire, and then also I saw a clip uh, from uh, Ryan with Mark Hamill and uh, the producer of the film uh, um, at, at the PGA, the Producers Guild, uh, doing a Q&A, which was I think on the same night that I was at the Writers Guild watching a screening, and Ryan did a Q&A there. It was his birthday, and then he ran over to the PGA to do the uh, Q&A as well. And at the PGA one, he, he answered it more in full, the question of, of Leia, Leia's ending, and what did, what did you guys talk about and how, how did you decide? And if you watch that footage, it's out and about. I think it's like cell phone footage. It's a weird. Mark Hamill gets really quiet, puts his head down, uh, lost in thought, perhaps something maybe, you know, he was uncomfortable about uh, just putting his, his uh, head into that headspace because obviously Carrie Fisher meant a lot to him. And uh, Rhino answered it great. And, and this was the quote that came out of Empire. And, and we discussed it on Collider Jedi Council this week. And, and I say that, you know, to say that I, I left that episode with this kind of on my brain, my Star Wars brain. And here's what Ryan said. We discussed it briefly, and I spoke with Kathy, of course, me and Kathleen Kennedy, a producer, Lucasfilm boss. And when we came back after New Year's, we watched through her scenes, and there was briefly talk of, God, do we just adjust something so that we give her some kind of end in this movie? 
I, Ryan, felt strongly that we shouldn't do that for a couple of reasons. We have a beautiful, complete performance from her. And that final moment is so powerful for her and for us saying goodbye to her. And also, I can't imagine anything we would able, be able to manufacture without having Carrie that would have been emotionally satisfying. I definitely have no idea what would maintain that scene between her and Luke or the scene in The Falcon, so we just decided to let it lie. I know J.J. is going to come up with a way to resolve her in the next movie. And Chris Terrio, of course, working on that as well, and I'm sure a lot of people. I'm sure it's going to be big discussions and complete rumors, but then you hear that it was also uh, part of what was going on with Trevorrow and his team. I don't know if I believe that or not, but you, you could see that being a problem. Trevorrow has one way, or his team has one way they want to deal with Leia, and... Luke's film has another, but that's just, that's just hearsay, rumor, innuendo, gossip. But I love what Ryan's saying here, and I feel, I feel he's right. The story of Leia is complete in a way that almost the Force was in control of, ahead of this tragedy, ahead of this loss, because I really feel the legacy of Leia is in place. It's there. We don't need any more. I'm sure we'll get more. I'm sure there'll be a, a story. I could see another book, hopefully Claudia Gray, or maybe another great writer who maybe will tell a tale of Leia after eight, before nine. Um, a comic, but I want it, you know, I want it to have some weight and gravitas to it. And comics can, but a book I think would be something better. Could we as fans accept that? Accept her death in a book? Could we accept her death happening in some untold story that we learn of at the beginning of Nine? And a, a lot of people are going to that. We've discussed it on Force Center of, of Nine beginning with a funeral or Nine having it mentioned in a crawl. But more on that later. Uh, Leia, the legacy is in place. Leia pulled Poe under her wing. She did it in the Poe comic. The Poe comic has some great moments between Leia and Poe. Now, I think Leia should have put Poe in the brig. I'd be okay with that if that had happened in eight. But there's some tough love, some really tough love. Blaster on stun tough love. Uh, there is a lot of things Poe had to come to terms with. Poe had to learn about himself. And it was kind of a repeat of some beats in the comic. But again, not a lot of people read those comics, so we needed to see it on the big screen. And I think it worked. And Poe is in place to be a leader in episode nine and the story going forward. So that's there. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The final moment with Ray. To have, to have Leia and Ray on screen together in that way with, with more dialogue and more beats between it, between them versus the end of Force Awakens, which was a touching moment, but I, I liked it a lot. I, I probably even loved it. Love's a strong word, right? Wink, wink. But I, I like what happened there. Ray is not feeling a sense of victory. She's feeling a sense of confusion, confliction, probably some joy. Hey, they survived, but not a lot of people. She moved rocks. She might be a Jedi, but she doesn't know. Uh, her, her master is already gone. They're just a few minutes, days, hours with her, and he's gone. And you have Leia now in story, you could say, maybe... Leia takes on the role of a force mentor with Rey. Though Leia did not go into full Jedi training, chose to use her skills as a leader for the galaxy, uh, which I think was a, a noble decision. But hey, we saw we saw Leia's got some got some force powers, so maybe you could say that. But I love that moment because Rey's there with a broken lightsaber, her shoulders slumped, but it's General Leia cementing her legacy even more letting her know that we have everything we need we have that spark the spark of rebellion the spark of hope all those things and themes that fuel the star wars story that fuel the good guys story in star wars it's there it's there in ray it's there in what is left of the rebellion and 
that goes into the ending, which is why the, the broom kid scene for me really works. It cements Luke's legacy, cements Luke's, uh, the importance of Luke's sacrifice and the importance of the fire in the galaxy being relit. So there's that moment. And then there is the Luke and Leia moment. Yeah, I know. You know, we didn't get Han, Luke, and Leia on screen one more time. I understand the frustration of that because I do have a tinge of regret, a tinge of frustration of that. We got Han and Leia together again. We got some great scenes in Force Awakens with them. Got some tender scenes, some funny scenes. And we got a moment with Luke and Leia. Whether or not you liked the idea that Luke was there, look, we got it. That's an emotional scene for me. I'll use the me personally take on it. It gets me. The music, the Leia theme, the Force themes, all that stuff. And, and her realizing Luke isn't there is actually powerful to me too. The dice, the connection. It is as close as we're gonna get a, gonna get to Han, Luke, and Leia on screen. And it still may fall short, but we had that feeling, we had the emotions there. A tender moment between brother and sister. And their story's complete. Luke apologizes to Leia, but Leia doesn't need to hear that. All that all that matters is the now, the present. Like Yoda would say, your mind on where you are, what you're doing. That's more important. And then it's the Kylo moment. How they deal with Kylo Ren, Ben Solo. Whether or not Kylo or Ben, it's important which name you call him at which point in the story, whether or not he is redeemed later on. And I still think there is a possibility he is redeemed. That's part of the Star Wars way. I am more and more hoping that they don't. But whether or not he does go on to be redeemed, we have this ending. And this, by the way, is why I think Kylo shouldn't be redeemed. It might hurt this final moment with Luke and Leia. Luke is not there to save Kylo Ren and bring him back to the good side as Ben Solo. At the moment, we think as an audience, perhaps those in the room as characters in the Star Wars story, think Luke is there to destroy the First Order, to take down the walkers and perhaps defeat Kylo Ren. That's what we, the galaxy, need. But Luke is not there for that. He's there for another reason. He's there to stall. He's there to sacrifice for the greater good. He's there to cement himself as the legend the galaxy needs. But that's a different conversation, a different podcast. It's in that moment that Leia admits the truth she feels, the truth she knows, perhaps with a little help from the Force, that Kylo Ren is who he is. Ben Solo made a choice. He cannot be saved. He cannot turn back. He can only be destroyed. And that ends that arc. For Leia. It's a painful arc. Think about it. Only son of Han Solo and Leia Organa turned out to be the galaxy's biggest monster, worshiping his grandfather, uh, the bad parts of his grandfather, overlooking perhaps, at least so far, the redemption of his evil grandfather, the turn of heart of his evil grandfather. Again, all that may, may come, but there is something to me that is stubbornly powerful about keeping Kylo Ren bad, keeping him evil, 
having his choices lead to his undoing and his destruction. And maybe at the end he'll realize his mistake, but not, not in enough time to redeem him because I want that to cement what's going on here with Leia. That story is finished. Now her death, whatever may happen, may spark some kind of change in Ben Solo. I could accept that. I can understand that. But I like what is going on here. The story of Leia is complete in a way we didn't know we needed it to be at the time. The way the filmmakers didn't know that they needed it to be at the time. So now we have to turn to episode nine or going forward. And I think there's going to be some tough decisions made. Absolutely. Some tough decisions that are already being made, already being discussed and have already been bantied around a room. What to do with Leia. If it is a novel, can we accept that? If it is a mention in a crawl, can we accept that? If it is a funeral, a picture, a hologram of, of, of a statue or you know, some sort of tribute or memorial to Leia, can we accept that? I think we're going to have to, and I want to. Because here's now where we're at. To go back to one of the original thoughts, the thing that Joseph Scrimshaw said here on Four Center, we have to be respectful to the character. It's a character that means a lot to a lot of people. Is the story complete? If it isn't, there's a reason maybe to recast, as uncomfortable as that might be. But if it's a Meryl Streep, or I, I would say, I said one point, Annette Benning or someone. Um, if it's someone like that, would we accept it? But if it'd be tough, but the, if the character needs it, maybe that's what we have to accept. And I think upon hearing Ryan speak and say it in so plain terms, and he's right, even in eight, having some over the shoulder Peter Sellers shot of Leia saying, my work here is done. Uh, I'm like, I must return to my people. Like she's Poochie from the Simpsons, right? Like uh, that wouldn't have worked. That would have undercut what we got going on. They got the complete story. They got the complete performance. And that is just the reality. That is just where we are at. And I'm here to say officially, we will discuss it later on. I'm sure we have a long time to wait to episode nine. But for me, Ken Napsok, a force center, here on Spotlight Star Wars. I do not want much more with General Leia. I do not need much more with Princess Leia. Stories from the past, I'm all on board. If they announce one more book, especially if it's from the great Claudia Gray, I would be accepting. I'm not going to fight it. This isn't that. This isn't some putting my foot in the sand and drawing a line and staying behind it. I'm just saying... I, as I stare at a picture by Nan Larson of Princess Leia, Empire Strikes Back Leia, Cloud City in her white jumper Leia, hanging on my wall. I'm staring at it right now as I talk. I do not need more of Leia. Her legacy is in place. It is complete. We got the story that we needed. I think we have to accept that. 
We have to accept that this powerful character will not get a moment on screen and perhaps shouldn't get a moment on screen. Funeral, fine. Some kind of hologram flashback, fine. But I, I am fine. I have come to a place of acceptance in my own kind of Star Wars counseling, not to take anything away from Joseph Scrimshaw's Star Wars counseling, which I hope you guys are listening to every Friday. Don't take anything away from that. This is not counseling. This is, this is an acceptance in my mind. I am happy with the way the character ended. And I will accept what they do. And I will be respectful of the fact that whatever they do will have been a tough decision. And I'm excited for episode nine. And I am thankful that I can look back on the legacy of our general, our princess, and the performances that fueled it from Carrie Fisher. Rest in peace with the force, General Leia. I want to take a look at some questions here on Spotlight Star Wars. If you want to reach out to me directly, you can follow me on Twitter at Ken Napsock, and then uh, use the hashtag... Spotlight Star Wars, and that will go directly to this show. If you want to use the hashtag Force Center, that will go to the main show. Sometimes you guys use both, and if that's the case, usually I defer to the main show because I love Joseph and Jennifer's opinions and any of our guests. This, this show is just a monologue from me to you, a Star Wars fan to Star Wars fans. So I have one good question here. I actually have a couple, but some I'm going to, again, move to the main show. I actually want to do a call out to Abdul Buddha, who said, uh, moments after listening to the latest Spotlight Star Wars, I'm walking into this. And it was uh, Last Jedi screening for his third time. Abdul, I hope you had a great time. Chase McLean, who was a great contributor to questions here on the Force Center podcast network. He is at ChaseWindu15 on the Twitter, as Jericho would say. Uh, He says, why do you think? The force lightning scarred up Palpatine, but did not appear to cause any physical scarring to Anakin or Luke. This is a great question. I don't necessarily have the answer. Other than I think the answer is just sometimes best answered by this phrase. Uh, George wanted it that way. That's sometimes the answer. As best I can in story... Anakin, I'm sure it affected Darth Vader. Now we see him with his mask off. Is he the same before? It's hard to say, right? He's a little smoky. His wounds maybe look a little fresh. But yeah, it didn't warp him as much as it did Palpatine back in Revenge of the Sith. And I think we should keep in mind that was a direct shot to the face of Palpatine. That force lightning was reflected back straight into him. Vader was in his outfit, in his mask, in his gear. That is, by the way, designed to protect him. So I imagine there might be some sort of uh, protection against the elements, protection against weapons, uh, not just keeping him alive by his breath. So I think there might have been some kind of buffer, some kind of wall that the lightning had to figuratively climb over to even get to him. I think it scarred him on the inside more than it did the outside. I don't know if I 
have answered that to the best of my ability, Chase, but I hope that works. Now, as far as Luke, that is a great question because Luke, Luke took it on the chin, literally, and on the teeth, literally. It's one of the lasting images of Star Wars that I remember my friend that I had a friend uh, in high school, Mark Hoxett. He's a drummer, cool dude. He's out, 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 out in the world, married with a kid now, passing on the legacy of Star Wars. Um, he, uh, he and I would always joke about, it was just a reference. And this is, again, this is early 90s. So having an inside joke about Star Wars was a lot, a lot harder back in those days. Oh, the old times, the dark times. Uh, we used to talk about Luke's teeth and the lightning just wrapped around those teeth. So I don't know. Maybe the emperor, much like the Death Star, as we learned in Rogue One, didn't always need to go full reactor when it blasted its cannon. Maybe it was a single reactor shot from Palpatine. Maybe he wanted to just make Luke suffer, but still wanted him in good enough shape to take his father's place at it at Palpatine's side. Didn't want to damage the goods. So it was a one reactor, single reactor, force lightning from Palpatine to Luke Skywalker. I think that's a good answer. I don't know. It's my headcanon now. I'll bring it up to the master of Star Wars counseling, Joseph Scrimshaw. He might have a better answer. Chase, I hope you like that. Guys, that is it for Spotlight Star Wars this week. Thanks for joining me. We have a big show, Force Center 100, the 100th episode episode, and episode of the main show, the big show, the superstar destroyer of our fleet will be coming your way this week. We've got some special stuff prepared and a lot of news to discuss, a lot of stuff coming out. Yes, Star Wars Rebels, that, that second half trailer is out. Ian McDiarmid back as the Emperor. A lot of things. Ryan Johnson on Twitter laying down some knowledge about force lore and force power abilities. Uh, We have a lot there. And who knows when that Han Solo movie trailer is going to drop. I hope they do it before we record. Most likely, they'll do it after. So thank you for listening to Spotlight Star Wars. As I said, you can follow me on at Catnapsock, and uh, you can follow the podcast at Force Center Pod. We are available in several different locations to listen to, all kind of the normal spots. But I do want to highlight iHeartRadio. You can go to the app. You can go in your car, uh, go on Alexa, Google Home, through iHeartRadio, and listen to Force Center. For free, we are on there. We are very thankful for that opportunity. It uh, gets our show into more ears. We're excited about that. And don't forget, we have the Patreon page. We've reached some goals. We've got some new music coming. We're working on some things behind the scenes. You can support us there if you want. But your support of just listening is enough. You can also check out our merchandise at Tee Public. That is it, guys. We'll see you next time. May that force thing kind of, sort of, always remain around you. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.